Here's what's making business headlines today. I'm Bryce, joined by Ren. It's Monday, the 21st of November. So, Ren, where are we heading today? Well, Bryce, we've got two stories in the United States, and then we're going to Egypt to finish it off. Let's start in the US, where Twitter's new boss, Elon Musk, has reinstated former President Donald Trump's account to the platform. Yes, Elon Musk, one of Twitter's most active users, launched a poll last week to ask whether he should allow Donald Trump back on the site or not. More than 15 million people voted in the poll, with about 52% voting to reinstate Trump. Interestingly, Musk acknowledged that the vote numbers were being affected by bots, but it's unclear what influence this had on the poll result. Trump had been banned from Twitter for life by the previous owners during the fallout of the January 6th insurrection in 2021. But that ban has been reversed with Elon tweeting, Vox Populi, Vox Dei, meaning the voice of the people is the voice of God. Trump was asked about the reinstatement in an interview and said he doesn't see any reason why he would return to the platform. He said he would stick with his new social media platform, Truth Social. So we're yet to see Trump post anything on Twitter and this has clearly been a divisive issue. More than 7 million people voted not to have him reinstated. But let's move to our next story where Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of blood testing startup Theranos, has been sentenced to 11 years in prison for fraud. Yeah, fascinating story. Theranos was one of the hottest startups of the early 2010s. Holmes raised more than $900 million from venture capitalists and private investors, helping the company reach a $10 billion valuation at its peak. Holmes promised the startup would revolutionise healthcare with tests that required just a few drops of blood and said they were able to detect hundreds of ailments with those few blood drops. But Theranos's fraud was exposed in 2015 and Holmes was convicted in January of four counts of fraud for deceiving investors with these false claims. Exaggeration and hype are common among tech startups, equity mates being the obvious exception, <laughs> but very rarely are executives indicted on fraud charges, let alone convicted and sent to prison. Holmes is currently 38 years old and she plans to appeal the sentence, but at this stage she will be taken into custody on April 27 next year. But Ren, let's move to our final story where COP27, the United Nations Climate Change Conference, has come to a close 36 hours late in Egypt. The conference began on the 6th of November and delegates took every last minute and then 36 hours post (laughs) (laughs) to agree on a deal that will see a loss and damage fund set up to help developing countries bear the costs of climate fueled events such as storms and floods. Developing countries are generally the hardest hit by disasters and this fund will help them rebuild the damage caused by such events. Now the deal will mostly be funded by developed nations with some other private and public funding sources. It has been well received by environmental groups who have been pushing for loss and damage financing to be included in talks for years. However, there were reservations about the UN's progress in curbing the use of fossil fuels. Oil producing countries and high emitters weakened and removed key commitments on greenhouse gases and phasing out of fossil fuels. Not what you want to hear. No. Experts have said the world still stands, quote, on the brink of climate catastrophe but I guess we're going to have to wait for COP28. We will, Ren. But that brings us to the end of our three headlines for today. We'll finish with a stat of the day. So what have you got? 90%. That is the percentage of FIFA's total revenue that comes from the World Cup. Wow, that is fascinating. And with the World Cup kicking off in Qatar this morning, 
FIFA is facing some problems. Namely, some of their sponsors are not too happy with them. No. Budweiser, the beer brand, one of the major sponsors of this World Cup, of every World Cup, it seems, they spent $112 million sponsoring the World Cup this year. But now their branding has reportedly been removed from many public places and alcohol sales have been banned from stadiums inside Qatar. Not a happy sponsor. Catastrophe. Should I say <laughs> catastrophe? <laughs> On today's episode of The Dive, we look at the business of the World Cup and we are joined by a very special guest, so make sure you tune into that. But, Ren, that's it for now. Have a great day.